Hey, teachers, before we get started, we have a quick announcement. We're really excited because registration is open for our new summer workshop, Limitless Potential, an Enneagram Roadmap for Educators. One of our highest callings as an educator is to discover and develop potential. We love recognizing an undeveloped strength in ourselves or in our students. We all love witnessing those light bulb moments when we can literally see potential come to life. In this workshop, you will learn about the tool of the Enneagram. You're not just going to learn your type. You're also going to learn the key to understanding yourself and others in ways that will help improve your relationships, communication, classroom motivation and management, and ways to help reduce the effects of trauma. The more we understand people, the more we can change lives for the better. We'd love to see you June 6, 2024 in Dubuque, Iowa. For more details, head to our website at inspiredtogetherteachers.com. The people who are around us influence our actions and behaviors. They also influence our beliefs, our values, and our attitudes. Who's influencing you? And are they influencing you in a way that's positive? Today, we're talking about the people around you and how to make sure their influence is helping you to live the life you want to live. Welcome to Season 2 of the Inspired Together Teachers Podcast. We're Paula and Michelle, award-winning educators who've worked with thousands of teachers, and we know the struggles you face on a daily basis. Do you want to make a difference and still enjoy your life outside of school? Together, we can tackle the overwhelm, gain clarity, and build confidence to live the life you deserve. Are you ready to be inspired? We can't wait to explore ways to improve your work life and home life so that you can live your best life. You may have heard this often shared quote by author, speaker, and personal development coach, Jim Rohn. You are the average of the five people you spend the most time with. Let me say that one more time. You are the average of the five people you spend the most time with. That quote speaks to your environment and how your environment affects you. Today, we're going to break down this and we're going to look at the implications of it. So who are the five people you spend the most time with? We're talking about adults here, not your children or the students that you work with. So go ahead if you need to and pause this podcast for just a few seconds while you think of your five people. Let's take a look at how the people we spend the most time with influence us. First, the people you spend the most time with influence your daily habits, and your daily habits influence almost every aspect of your life. We're talking about the small things here. For example, what you eat or what you drink, maybe what you wear. The people around you influence the books you're reading, the TV shows you're watching, and probably the movies you go to. They might even influence the type of exercise you do, your beliefs, your values, and your attitudes. You've probably all experienced the phenomenon of showing up at school dressed like your colleagues. I know it's happened to me multiple times in my career. I'm sure it's happened to Paula as well. And I know it happens to you because sometimes I see your Instagram or your Facebook posts. And there you are, five of you in black leggings and red shirts or whatever you're wearing. Floral Monday was the one that I saw last (laughs) week. Lots of people showing up all in floral in the same colors. You are definitely influenced by the habits of those around you. And though these habits may seem like really small things, small things take up a lot of our time. 
These habits have the power to shape your lives in ways that you may or may not have intended. I'll give you an example. I am a reader. Some people might even describe me as a voracious reader. I read a lot. I could happily read historical fiction and fiction for the rest of my life. However, I have a good friend, somebody who is in my five people I spend significant time with, and we talk about books all the time. This friend convinced me that I needed to be listening to memoirs on audiobooks. And I said, no, 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 I'm not really into memoirs. But my friend insisted, this is one of her habits. She really listens to memoirs on audiobooks. So I trusted her instinct, even though it was not mine. I thought, well, we both love to read. I'll try out memoirs. This has completely changed my views on listening to memoirs on audiobooks. This latest recommendation that she gave me was Finding Me by Viola Davis. That book was profound. We'll link to it in the show notes in case you're interested in listening to it. Finding Me by Viola Davis was a perfect example of how listening to a book, an audio memoir that I never would have listened to, helped me to see the world in a whole different view. She really shares a life view in that book that's different than mine. And I have noticed that now every time I listen to audio memoirs, I learn something that changes my worldview. Now, I recommend audio memoirs to people. They are now in my habits. So definitely the habits of your people can impact your life. Paula, I don't think I even told you this, but one of the five people I spend the most time with, who happens to be on the other microphone here, told me about that Viola Davis book. I just downloaded it into my audio books. I will be listening to that the next time I have a car trip because that tends to be when I listen. Let's go to part two here. The people around you influence the actions that you take. If we take habits idea and you think of that and make it a little bigger, well, then we're looking at how others influence your actions. You likely buy and or drive a car that is similar to the cars of the people that you spend the most time with. You go on vacation to the same campground or the same resort that your friends have been to. If all of your friends smoke, then it's easy for you to smoke as well. The people around you influence how you spend your time. If the five people you spend the most time with spend their time taking classes for professional growth, you are more likely to do so. If they spend their time hanging out in bars with their friends, you're likely to do that as well. We're not making judgments here. We just want to make you aware that you are probably being influenced by others, even if you aren't consciously aware of it. Often at our workshops, we'll have teacher friends attending together. And one of them always says something like, well, I thought this workshop sounded interesting, but I had to take an action to sign up. But then when my teacher bestie messaged me to say, hey, do you want to go to this together? By the end of the day, we were both signed up. They'll say things like, we like to do these things together. My teacher bestie likes to learn, so so do I. We love doing it together. Definitely the actions you take are influenced by the people around you. Also, going on to the next topic here, the people you spend the most time with influence your worldview. If you live in a bubble, it can be difficult to see outside of your bubble. We may be enriched by opening up our worldview to understanding different points of view and different opinions, different options, different opportunities. You know what you know in your worldview from the people you spend the most time with. 
But the more we know about different ways of life and different cultures, different perspectives, the more we understand different people. This filters down to how we work with our students as we can better understand their background and experiences and work with them in more supportive ways. I have a great example of that. I was just talking and working with a teacher who shared that her worldview was opened up through travel. Until she was married, she had never traveled outside of her home state and even then rarely even beyond 100 miles or so. Her husband had family from all over the world. After they were married, she traveled with him to see his family. She said she was just amazed at the different foods, the different cultural traditions, and even different climates. She'd read about these things, but never experienced them. Prior to these experiences, she often thought that everyone was raised and lived with the same values and culture that she had experienced in her small farming community. She saw her family's ways as the right ways. After traveling, she told me that she realized that there are many right ways to live. She came to understand that other families also cared about their loved ones and that they worked hard to provide for their own families too. She said, it's just really eye-opening that my way is not the only way. She could see that these other people were similar to her in many ways, even though at first they appeared very different. I love this that author Brene Brown says, it's hard to hate people close up. Expanding your worldview helps you to know and understand other views. It doesn't mean you'll change your values or what you personally believe, but it does mean that you respect that there are other points of view. I love the idea of thinking about how these people around you are impacting your worldview and how you can expand it. Another thing that the people around you impact is your attitude. The people you spend the most time with definitely influence your attitude. When you think about these people, you can probably think of some negative people in your life. We all can imagine people we spend time with who are often in a bad mood or maybe people who bring a lot of drama or naysayers. These are the people that are bringing you down and draining your energy. It's also possible that your influence about your attitude might come from who you're friends with on social media. Are you reading posts from negative people or people who are always complaining? And on the opposite spectrum, you have people in your life who are positive and supportive with an optimistic outlook. These are the people who are consciously working on their own goals and their own improvement. They bring attitude focused on energy, affirming life, setting goals. How often do you surround yourself with these people who share this type of attitude with you? I have an example here. In my doctoral program, I was doing some research about how adolescents perceived people with disabilities and differences when they watched them on television. Promise, I'm not going to bore you with my findings about my dissertation research. I did read one thing while I was studying this that really, really stuck out with me. And I wish I could cite it. I don't remember where I read it. But when I read it, I thought it was really profound. It was basically this. When you have your television on at night, let's just say it's in your living room or maybe it's a screen, your iPad and people around your house are watching it. When you are bringing some television program, some movie in on the screen, you're basically inviting these characters into your living room or your bedroom if you're watching television in your bedroom. What I read asked this, are you okay with the people that you are inviting into your house through the screen? 
For example, if you're regularly watching someone who is angry and abrasive, maybe rude or condescending, you're essentially allowing that person and their actions into your house every time they are on the screen. If that person showed up at your front door acting like that in your living room day in and day out, would you let them in? Probably not. But yet by watching them on the screen, you are exposed to their behavior daily in your home by them. It's a habit that you are watching them. The same could be said about kind and caring individuals that are on your screen. Whether you're watching a series of movies or short videos on social media, consider when you're watching them, how is this person influencing your attitude? Would you let that person walk into the room right now and spend time with you and your loved ones? If you say no, then maybe it's a sign to spend a little less time with them on the screen. That is actually really profound, Paula. I haven't heard that story from you before. I think about that oftentimes if I'm watching something really negative, it really affects me and I tend to carry it with me. I've learned to really watch what I'm watching, what I'm listening to, and pay attention to how it's changing my perception. If I watch too much news, I start to worry and be negative, have all these thoughts about all the things that are happening, it's out of control, then that really affects me. So it's the same kind of thing. And I can imagine too, if you're watching a character that's bringing really heavy or negative energy, how much that could affect you. I have a friend that I taught with who would listen to news every day on her way into work. And the news station she was listening to started to get a little political. It started to get a little negative. And she noticed that she was walking into the building feeling like she was carrying the weight of the world some mornings before she even started teaching. She said, it is definitely impacting my attitude. She made a conscious effort to not listen to that unless it was on the way home or to not listen to it at all some days. She said the way she started her day completely changed. Who we're surrounding ourselves with can change our attitude. I remember too, my daughter was probably in middle school and all of her friends were reading a very, very graphic book about the murder of a young girl. It was the Colleen Hoover of its day kind of a book. She came home to me one day in like seventh grade and was like, mom, all my friends are reading this book and I feel like I should read it. But she said, every time I read it, it makes me really upset. I don't want to read it anymore, but my friends are all reading it. I said, if it's upsetting you, don't read it. Tell your friends that you're not reading it because it's upsetting you. You don't have to to read it just because your friends are reading it. Most adults already know that, but that's a middle school thing too. Like, what are your friends doing? Do that. At least she was smart enough to know that very graphic book was really upsetting her. And even though it happens a lot in middle school, I think it happens to us as adults too. We are going on about our day and doing our things and not really thinking about how our beliefs, our attitudes, our actions, our worldviews are being influenced by the people around us. What kind of attitude are the five people you're spending the most time with bringing into your life? Do you want to be surrounded by people who complain and whine? People with no vision except for what is right in front of them? People who drain your energy or make you constantly feel defensive? People who kill your dreams? I call them the naysayers and the dream slayers. Do you want to be surrounded by people who hold you back? Why? Or do you want to be surrounded by growth-minded people, people who are optimistic and inspiring? Do you want to be around people who bring positive change and people who bring out the best in you? 
you know the difference. We've all met people that bring out the best in us. We feel like we're at our best when we're with them. But we've also all met people that we know that when we are with them, it just drags us down. You know the difference. You've felt the difference in your life. And the idea behind this is that you get to choose. We've chosen to surround ourselves with people who are daring to lead an inspired life. And we talk about that all the time because that is one of our missions here. If you don't know what we're talking about, go back and listen to the very first episode, episode one. Find out if you are living the caged life, the comfortable life, or if you are aspiring to live the inspired life. We're definitely not saying you need to cut every negative person out of your life completely, but maybe you can spend a little less time with them and a little more time with the people who are daring you to lead that inspired life. Ultimately, the decision is yours. Do you want to be around the people who are sucking the life out of you? Or do you want to be around people who bring life to you? You get to choose the people you spend the most time with. So choose wisely. To recap, the people who are around us influence our everyday actions and our behaviors. Take time to think about the people you spend the most time with. These people are influencing your beliefs, your values, your attitudes, your habits, your worldview, and your actions. Are your people influencing you in a way that is positive and that helps you to live the life you want to live? Surround yourself with people who lift you up and inspire you. They are impacting you daily. In true teacher fashion, we always end our podcast with homework. Our homework for you today is to write down the list of the five people you spend the most time with. Be honest with yourself. Who are these people? Then consider how each of these people influence your daily habits, your actions, your worldview, and your attitude. If you have chosen your five people wisely and you're really happy with that list, celebrate them and celebrate yourself. If you see areas for improvement on your list, there's no time like the present. We won't be grading your homework, but we'd love to hear how it's going. So reach out to us through one of our social media channels on our website, inspiredtogetherteachers.com, or you can always reach out to us via email. If you've enjoyed this episode, please share it with a friend. It helps us to grow a strong network of inspired teachers. We want the people that we are spending our time with to be inspired, positive, and uplifting. We know many of you out there listening, you are our people. So please invite like-minded people and let them come and join us. That's all for today. Class dismissed. Thanks for listening to today's episode. If you'd like to continue the conversation, join us on Instagram and Facebook at Inspired Together Teachers or head over to our website, inspiredtogetherteachers.com for more podcast episodes, our award-winning blog, and free guides to help you be your best. Until next time, may you be inspired in your work life and home life to live your best life.